1: Eight minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We are thankful that you are here. So here we go. We'll unpack another one today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie and Adler have already kind of warming things up. Adler's settling in to his spot, but uh, the other three guys gave us a kickoff hour to kind of get things going. You know how you move around a little bit, let's stretch out. They've kind of laid the day out. Bubba and I and Adler will join them now. We'll all go forward. And see if we can't uh, put another day in Rick and Bubba history, now 29 years old. Uh, So everybody on the field now but one. The silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eater's man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup. Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Busset!
2: How about it, Bubba? How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on in. A hallelujah, and a hallelujah to you too.
1: Well, you know it's we will we will we will not spend the whole show on it, but I know it's almost one of those things where everybody's in the room going, "Is he going to say anything about it?" Uh, but, uh, th- those of you that, uh, that have been here for a long time. Now, new people, you may not know that, but 15 years ago today, historic moment in, uh, the, the life of this show and, uh, individual lives and my life and Sherry's life and our family's life. Uh, and, uh, and today is that, is that marker sometimes, uh, you know, I, I told Bubba, I said, I, I just kind of go with what God seems to be saying when this marker shows up. Every year, and that is uh, when we – it was over the weekend uh, 15 years ago, and it was the Strength to Stand Conference, which Dawson just had this past weekend. Uh, and uh, I was there speaking uh, at that conference, and, uh, and, and and calamity and tragedy uh, hit our family and uh, and hit this show that had to go and face a show coming up that Monday. And that was the earthly death of my youngest son, William Bronner Burgess, fifteen years ago today. So we'll we'll spend a little time on that today. We certainly won't do the whole show on it, and uh, I'll share a little something. But you know, one of the things I'll say with uh, with this uh, song is, um, you know, this particular year, as strange as it may sound to some of you, feels like a a year of Thanksgiving, giving thanks uh, for for all that has been done in our individual lives and. All over the world that um, that weren't going to happen any other way. So uh, I know some of you may not be able to understand that, but uh, I honestly today have been thanking God for what He's done through this, and there is a lot to thank Him for. So uh, so we will uh we'll we'll will land on that a little bit today. Uh, again, not the whole show. Some other things you need to know uh, that ties into that kind of nicely is our walk through the Revelation. That archive is uh, is, is available today. Man, we we really. Yesterday, when we start the seven letters to the churches, the church at Ephesus started yesterday, and there was a lot of application in that lesson. So if you, uh, you you know, this is Jesus talking to John, so we're hearing from Jesus in his glorified state, pretty big deal. Uh, So what he had to say uh, yesterday, um, as we wouldn't be surprised, was very profound and powerful. So if you haven't caught that, you weren't with us, I would highly suggest that you do. Uh, and that'll be part of that as well. And then in our interview in our Rick and Bubb University podcast today, I cannot wait to introduce Bill Bubba Bussy to a very very colorful character, Kirkwood Bullis. Uh, Kirk, you mean that
2: name again, Kirkwood Bullis, and he, is,
1: name. Name. he, he, he Bullis. is He is unique. Is that name? Uh, he is a unique cat, uh, about six foot seven. Mm. Uh, and uh, and the fact, my favorite picture Kirkwood's ever sent me of him was him doing mission work in China. And him standing in the <laughs> middle of a bunch of Chinese people. <laughs> I wish funny. you could see it. <laughs> yeah, that's Funny. Yeah. Where's
4: y'all Ming when you need yeah, him? And yeah,
1: and he's uh, he. Uh, I met him, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that in the podcast. In every very unique situation, but now spend time with him, and uh, uh, because he is a worship pastor at uh, where I go to church. But we're going to take on something that people email a, a lot about. we talked about the show, talked on the show a lot about. Uh, we'll definitely get his story because he was a stand-up comedian. Uh, he was going on to be, uh, you know, a pastor, and then felt pulled to be a worship pastor. Uh, it's uh, he's a very interesting guy. But we're going to also talk to him about what people ask about a lot. There's some worship songs that are creeping around right now. That should we be concerned? should Should we be singing these songs? Uh, and should we be singing songs that are produced from churches that? That preach what they preach, even the songs that they have that may, that maybe the theology isn't bad in the song, but is that a bad trap for you to be pulled into what they teach in their churches? Uh, So, you know, because there's some big, really dangerous theologically churches that crank out a lot of worship songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, but what they preach and what they teach is it's heresy. So so is that, is that concerning? Does it matter? And so we'll talk to him about what it's like as a worship leader to kind of discern some of that. I know some of the things he's done, which is why I picked him for this, uh, this podcast. But um, it would be interesting to hear what that's like. And, uh, and it doesn't mean that his opinion is, is exactly what you should do, but I think it's always interesting to talk to people that have spent time doing this and see how they're kind of maneuvering through it. And, uh, but his story alone is a, is a very interesting story. And, uh, and, and, and what he, a
2: great name.
1: Yeah. And he'll, he'll talk about the first time that, uh, he'll tell straight up about the first time somebody walked in and said, you know, we're going to have Rick Burgess, the radio guy, come in <laughs> and, and preach until to our next, our pastor gets here. And he said his first reaction to that was not positive. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I can't imagine. He was like, we're going to do what? <laughs> and, uh, and then we, then we ended up <laughs> becoming friends. And, and the very first day we were ever together, I took a shot at him. From the stage about what he had on and he said and he said and from that moment on i thought okay this is gonna be an interesting ride It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's> funny <laughs> come into that world yeah yeah so, yeah. so we'll, we'll talk about that and uh, but he's now uh become a really good friend and i think on this topic will we'll be a great guest to yeah. discuss this because he has been concerned about it and he's saying you know it's not an easy thing to to maneuver, right? Uh, but it's important. So that'll be that'll be Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. So that'll be out this weekend, so you can enjoy that. Also, we got a lot of stories to unpack today, Bubba. We made a joke yesterday. What if you had to be at a convention? Where John Kerry
2: and Al Gore mm. both spoke. Mm. I didn't know that
1: actually happened. Oh,
2: listen, the Al Gore speech is just precious. It's just precious. It is precious. So we'll
1: jump into that today. Your phone calls today at 866 We Be Big. A lot to do. So stay with us.
3: Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba.
1: Well, speaking of animals, uh, let's talk about Paul pom- uh pomade. Now you've heard us talking a lot on the program about how important nutrition is to us. And over our years, you know, we've been poor with our nutrition and then we try to get better about our nutrition. We bring you stories about nutrition and we really keep saying the same thing. Well, you know, the human body is made uh, needing uh, certain fuel to operate uh, uh, at its peak performance. Well, that also applies to animals. And many times... Uh, we don't really think about that. We just think, well, here's some food for my dog. Uh, let's put it in the bowl. He seems to like it, uh, and we move on with our lives. Uh, and because they are animals and uh, they are unable to communicate to us, I'm not feeling great. I don't have any energy or or whatever the case may be. And that's where Paul Made is a product you're going to love. And you're going to see this in your dog. Uh, this supplement for your, your pet is fantastic. Uh, they do the same thing. Uh, to pet food as they do to a lot of human food. Now they strip it of all of its vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that your dog needs to be healthy. So you can avoid that by using the longevity formula from Paul May. That's P-A-W-M-A-D-E. It's an all-natural supplement for dogs made with 23 dog-friendly superfoods to keep your dog healthy and strong. Now, veterinarians have approved longevity formula boost, uh, the nutrient intake, and they pr- they say, you know what, it also protects the dog against toxins and guards against uh, any premature aging because the dog's not getting what it needs. So uh, you need to move to get the longevity formula right now. It's got a special toxin-fighting a uh, nutrient that protects your dog. Also, it helps them live a, a long, happy life, and you can continue to enjoy them. So if you would like to get your longevity formula, we'll send you a free bottle of Paul Maid's hip and joint formula, too. You know this. A lot of breeds have hip and joint problem. Well, Paul Made's hip and joint formula will help that as well. And we'll we'll throw that in with the longevity formula. So go to PaulMade, dot com slash Bubba, PaulMade.com slash Bubba. We played John Kerry, just a little tiny bit of John
2: Kerry, uh, yesterday, because that's about all the John Kerry we can stand. Rick, I did we play the clip? I, I can't even remember the clip yesterday, exactly which one we played, but did we play the one where he basically was saying that those of us in this room, something has brought us here. It's almost you know what it made me think of. Um, mm-hmm. What was that UFO movie? Uh, you know, that, Contact. That, no. Um, dun 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 dun. Oh, the close ca- close, close encounters, encounters of the, the third kind, yeah. right? Yeah. How all of those people were just drawn to that mountain mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. that thing, and he kind of he kind of suggests that that all of the people in this meeting were drawn there through something that's inside them that click that that has brought them together to save the planet. And now, the one we had, remember, he said no matter what we
1: do, it's right. still going to be doom and gloom. I think it's too late. You know? we
5: we yeah, got to find, other... find that one of here because it, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, it's, a, it's a short, like, 10-second deal. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll find that. We, I saw it yesterday as part of uh, the same – kind of in the, in the same – uh, uh, Twitter he ever seen the same follower. Speech yeah, he was yeah, doing
3: exactly. Yeah, the world.
1: Al
5: Gore today. Yeah, the
1: World Economic Forum is what you, Bubba's talking about. World Economic Forum, where all the global elitists get together and uh, and point their fingers at us. And and of course, we've said this about Al Gore when he nearly was president, and if he just won Tennessee, he would have gotten it. That's his home state, by the way. Yeah. We said he went unhinged at that point. Remember, he disappeared. He grew yeah, a beard. Right. He started acting real weird, and he's been crazy really ever since. Yeah. It's like he got so close, and it made him crazy. I think. I think it. You know, the only thing he could have done to get crazier was to like, you know, date or marry a Kardashian. Right. Um. You know, it, it's it's like it threw him over the edge. He couldn't take the disappointment
3: of it.
2: Can Can I tell you this too? When Al Gore was Bill Clinton's VP, when all that came together, I know a lot of people who were uh, Democrat or, or leaned that way, they were they were like, you know, we wish Gore was on the top of the ticket and Clinton was the V P. Mm-hmm. And then after that eight years and that loss to Bush, it's, it's like crazy. something happened to him. Yeah, it made him
1: crazy. Um, by the way, taking this Kardashian analogy, moving over here on the side, I I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody sent me an article that Kanye has married somebody else privately.
5: Yes, yes yeah, yeah. They saw, they saw a wedding band on this on That's finger, correct. But we don't know who this is?
2: Uh, they do, and she's a bit of a Kim look lot. Okay. All right, I don't know who
1: this person is. But anyway, all right, so let's go to Al Gore. Here, here he is at the World Economic
2: Forum, and y'all saying he's about to go
5: batty? Yeah, and I, he I, has a little rant here, I, I want
2: you to, while, before you hear his rant, I want you to know this, too. According to uh, the show The Five on uh-huh. Fox, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dana Perino, who we've met, who used to be a press secretary, said that I believe the number was 1,400 private jets flew in for this conference.
1: Of course, Bubba. 1,400 private sense. jets. Because they're more
2: important than us. And and It was e- either 1,040 <clears throat> or fourteen. I can't remember the exact, but it was over a 1,000 private jets. The damage they do, if you believe they're garbage
1: about carbon emissions, the damage they're doing to the world, ha- we have to stomach it because they're so important. Now, our... Ability to travel cannot be tolerated because we're not as important. Right. So, but but they get to do it. And it, whatever damage it, is done, I mean, it, 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 it's the, their value outweighs the damage. Mm-hmm. Now, not you, Speedy. Right. Not me, not <laughs> Bubba, not Greg, it's not Hamzy. not Adam. ridiculous. Adler. We don't. We, we're vilified for right. doing this because we're peons. No. We're the. We're, well, they're we're, a bunch mm-hmm. of elitists. Right. Is what exactly, they are.
2: Right. They need to be, have that knocked down about two steps. Well, all right. Here's Al Gore. Check this out.
6: <clears throat> and the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans. Creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century? Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. So, in answer to your question, I would say we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had, and we need, have had, and we need to make some changes.
4: Easy,
1: buddy. Did he fly there on a plane? Goodness yes, he grand.
2: did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, he did. Well, then it's, um, it's, it's,
1: it's total hogwash.
2: Now, Rick, the he, numbers, numbers, he doesn't really believe it the thing. numbers no. and stats that he throws out. All suspect. Yeah. All. All suspect. How many atomic
1: bombs a day did he say? Rick. Okay, yeah, I like listen. I want to ask you
2: this too. I want to ask you this too. We just we 100. just started using this term uh, "atmospheric river" with this last yeah. big big push of weather on California. Have has anybody heard of the term "rain bomb" before?
7: These terms,
2: no. or or is there? Can we have one documented picture of the oceans boiling? Anybody boiling ocean? No. Anybody? No. I, I can't know. But I think they sit no. I think they sit around a table.
1: Look, I've sat around these tables on things involving our show, involving campaign you know, campaigns, <laughs> uh, advertising campaigns. And somebody says, All right, I need what are some scary <laughs> things? Somebody and somebody said See if you like this, and I can see it on the dry erasable board. Yeah. Somebody yeah. wrote "rain bomb." They said, "Ooh, rain bomb! Ooh, Ooh rain yeah. bomb! That does sound bad." So, what does a rain bomb? Well, you know, when it rains a lot. Okay, uh, okay so it's a <laughs> rain bomb. All right. So, what? What's another one? How you feel about boiling oceans? Ooh, wow. boiling! Oh, like you can see water boiling on the stove, not a gas one, of course. Uh, only, but,
2: I mean, I want right. to ask too this this concept <laughs> of the okay. of the no, poles no. are going to melt and and the sea water is going to come up. Do we have any documented thing on sea level rising? Uh, and what, there may be some variation in it. I, I don't doubt that. But I, is there any any documentation on that? Remember the Obamas just spent, what, $13 million or something on their uh, their retirement condo, and it was four foot above the sea level uh, in Nantucket yeah, right, up there, yeah. wherever it was. Well, and and they're predicting that seawater levels are going to rise six foot, eight foot, yeah. all this stuff. So why would you buy a house that's only four foot above? You wouldn't. That wouldn't and, make
1: sense. And I remember people pointing this out. Of course, they've been silenced. The Obamas are not going to invest in the kind of money in, in the place they have if it's sitting there where man-made climate change is going to destroy it. I mean, it's not. I mean, it, if you, it's, it's what they actually do. And I would say this about our faith. I would say this about anything you claim. Whatever you do proves whether you personally believe it or not.
2: If it's, I if I was trying to convince y'all with all the passion and fervor in the world that there was a a machine gunner outside and he was going to cut you down if you went outside, but then I stroll out to my car to pick up something. No, it doesn't make
7: sense. No. Um and, and so much of this is about—is it? Humans causing it. That's, right. That's right. The, that's yeah, that's correct. And there, the, the temperature of the Earth has never been constant. It was no. never locked in. No. So you can't you can't blame all of this on on human on cars. No, you're well, right. We've had two ice ages. The question I mean,
1: isn't whether, go, Bubba? The question isn't whether climate has had some really bizarre, outrageous highs and lows. It has. The question is what role, if any, do human beings truly play in it? That is the question. Right. I can point to you all kinds of weather and climate phenomenon, <laughs> but do human beings have any
3: Boba, say?
1: As the global elitists look down their snotty nose at the rest of us and talk about how bad we are and how they are more so important, they must save the earth. Let's go back to the John Kerry quote, Adler, that uh, we, we played one quote yesterday, but we missed this one. Uh, and this is when when this is precious. This Fred. is him telling what I just said. We are global
2: elitists, and we've been chosen to save the world. Please listen. To this okay. it's almost like in the fr- when I first heard him say it. Close Encounters of the Third Kind came to mind because they have all been, and they don't know why, Rick, but they've been pulled together through some yes. cosmic joining at the hip.
1: John Kerry was building the planet. was building some clay thing in his house like yeah. the rest of them. Yeah. All right, so here we go. You would had to see the movie to get that joke, yeah, by the way.
8: <laughs> and when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we, select group of human beings, because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet i mean it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about quote saving the planet and if you said that to most people most people they think you're just a crazy tree hugging lefty liberal you yes, know, you're right or whatever. yep you got that one right and, and there's no relationship. but really that's where we are No, no,
1: I I find no, no. Let me be perfectly clear. I find you to be arrogant. That's what I find you, you, and all these other idiots. You think you're going to save the
2: planet? Rick. I find that oh yeah, the correct you, term are you is, the Avengers? Rick, the correct term is pompous ass. Right, <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> that's the correct term. Oh, he's <laughs> just <laughs> continuing. I'm <laughs> sorry, you're the
5: Avengers.
1: You think you're, right, <laughs> you're <laughs> the <laughs> Avengers?
4: That's make believe. Oh, Rick, God. it's just like when they called him out about his plane. He was like, "Yeah, but I'm so important." Correct. Yeah, it's okay. I got to get around. Yeah, what what little damage is doing? I'm my importance outweighs it. That's I, basically what he said. I've again. come to the
1: conclusion he thinks this series that we are enjoying called the Chosen is about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it is, guys. This picture with
7: all these people. That took their jets, This should have been a Zoom. You know that phrase. This should have been an email. Of this whole conference should have been a Zoom. If what you guys are saying is
1: true, none right. of them had to be there. No. They all could have done this and not lost one carbon emission.
7: Yes, absolutely. Rick, they got to they gotta come together. They got to come together, Rick, to let's save hear, everybody. Let's
2: hear John Kerry again. Thank can right. we hear John it again. Kerry yeah, or, uh, or uh, Al Gore? let's hear John Kerry to begin oh, with, and we will we'll go to Al Gore? Okay. okay. I just want to right. hear it again. Okay. All right. me I'll be sure it soaks in, everybody.
7: Okay. Here.
8: Save the planet. And, the and when group you start to mind. think about it, it's pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Extraordinary. That we, select group of human select beings, group. because of <laughs> no. whatever touched us at some point in our lives. Unbelievable. We're Remember able that. to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about. Quote saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people they think you're just a crazy tree hugging lefty liberal, <laughs> you know, do gooder or he whatever. You got that part right. And and there's no relationship. But really that's where we are. Rick, they're pretty special. You,
2: I gotta you, tell you th- know, you realize too, if John Kerry had not run down a catch up heiress, nobody would even know who he was. Right. You realize right. that. <laughs> here here would be that's yeah. so good. Here here is what I does anybody
1: remember uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas? Okay. Mm-hmm. The first time I can't remember her name. You know the two girls that are—they're not Lucy, but they're the other two. And
0: Sally. they don't—and they
1: don't like no. Sally's kind of sweet. They don't like that's—that's that's his sister. Yeah. They—they like, they don't like Charlie Brown. You know, one of them wears like a purple dress. One a green dress. <laughs> Violet. Violet, yeah, or whatever. But but it was one of those two. It doesn't really matter. If if, the, if I'm going to say if John Kerry, this is my reaction. If he told me these idiots are the ones that have been touched to save the planet. Yes. You remember when Violet or the other one was told, Charlie Brown's going to direct our Christmas pageant, and mm-hmm. she said, oh, no, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You know, that's me. I would think... <laughs> If this is the bunch oh that has boy. been put in charge of saving the planet, I say, oh no, we're doomed. We're in yep. trouble. Yep. I mean, what a bunch of morons! <laughs> Can you imagine your 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 whole life depending on what John Kerry and Al Gore are going to do and their and their global friends? Rick,
2: I, got uh, I got news.
1: What is this? Super Carrey, friends? They're, they're, what is this? Is this the Hall of Justice?
5: No, I tell you what it is. It's scary. Because they, they really think they're saving the planet with their little decisions in there. Well, you know, I, I'll tell you I,
2: what they're saving is their accounts. I hate to tell it's, them, but we're not that big and well we're not it. that important. And God's not going to let us destroy the earth.
4: Save the planet. They're going to save I'm, it. Save it. This You're is our the,
7: last hope. This is the same group that, um, had, uh, that had that creepy video that said, Welcome to the future oh, where yeah. you, will, you will own nothing, you will have no privacy, no. and you will be happy about that it, it, as if owning things mm. and, um, and, and privacy was a burden what, that they what, need to what a from.
1: bunch of tyrannical uh, overreaching <laughs> fascist propaganda garbage that's what that is
2: mm-hmm. don't forget asinine asinine mm. do, do you want to play Al Gore again? yeah one more time Al Gore <clears throat> this is so good I, I just can't. the dynamic duo yeah, Kerry and Gore I can't get enough I really can't
6: and the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima class atomic bombs exploding Stop the every single day.
1: Call him out. 600,000
7: Hiroshima class. Did anybody every day. go? Where'd you get that number? Every day, six
1: hundred
2: thousand Hiroshima-class bombs. Can you show Every your, day. Can you show you work on that one? Now? Yeah. Where, where are did you research hear that I like number? Say, I like don't let, say that number my, don't, say don't let that number go. Don't you let that number go? If 600. <laughs> I said if I said six, if yeah. I said
1: six. A day that would be terrible. Six hundred thousand. Golly, is he? Ridiculous. he should be so right then. A doctor should walk in and go, "Okay, that's yeah. what we're waiting to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need you need to come with us. You have to." The up. guy with the white net. <laughs> yeah. Somebody
4: yeah. honestly needs to call him out and go, what, oh, you're going to have to explain that number." Okay. Yeah, walk L- that out. Listen, for me. That's a big number. Walk
1: it
2: out. My favorite is the, boiling ocean. the, the more, bowling the Bowling. Let's go yeah. further
6: day on the earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach 1 billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had and we need have had and we need to make some changes.
7: He wishes he, he had said had it. Yeah,
6: he did. he really that, wishes
2: so. that. Could we I get, wish
7: he get a hobby.
2: Could we get him a Valium? <laughs> I mean, Settle down. <laughs> okay, I, I, listen. I mean, he, he didn't say it's going to. He said that's what's causing mm-hmm. the oceans to Correct. boil. Correct, yeah. Now, where are we having boiling oceans?
1: Right, I, I call it that,
2: Where is the moisture being sucked out of the land? That's called evaporation. That's part of the cycle, right. by the way. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know how you do without that one. All right,
1: right. so 600,000 Hiroshima-level
2: <laughs> bombs daily
5: mm-hmm.
1: boiling the ocean got yep. that yeah rain bomb yeah got that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is what that? was this uh, uh atmospheric river what yeah, is that atmospheric
2: river what? That, that's the weather uh alignment that has caused the latest uh round of storms in california so that's
1: an now, an atmospheric yeah, river. Yeah, that's what they're All
2: right, calling. so and then the other is sucking moisture. Sucking moisture <laughs> out of the ground. All right, causing drought. Billions of climate refugees. Yeah. Okay, and billions. <laughs> billions. Of climate refugees.
7: Correct. And for some reason, that's led to xenophobia. And authorita- authoritarianism, mm-hmm. which is really what it's, they're pushing on yeah, us. Yeah, that's what yeah, they yeah, want to yeah, do. Yeah. You, realize, you tell the funny. many how to live.
1: I think sometimes, I think you're all right, they say what their ultimate goal is, yeah. and I think their ultimate goal is we can't self-govern anymore.
2: Yeah, oh, I think yeah. That, I think that's yeah. their I think goal. Al Gore is the biggest yeah. threat to self government. It's a it's a classic
5: Terry. It's, it's a classic left move that they've done forever, yeah. and that's accuse you of what they're doing.
2: Yes. Yeah, you're right. And, classic. And there's people that just eat that up too. That's, By the way, that's a good one. I will say this
1: to what I said to my dear friend Rich Wingo when he said he saw five hundred ducks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Al Gore. That's a big number. That's a big number. That's a real <laughs> that's big a, that's number. A big, that's a daily. Big, that's a big number. Hiroshima bombs. That's a big. Think number. Think about the heat. He that, just that, he just spoke. Hey, that, that's a large number. <laughs> Why don't you just say it's a lot of bombs? That's a big number. It says get a little warmer. It's a big
7: number. It's like he put the speech together using a book called "Scary Words for Scaring People." Right? Yeah. 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 I think they sit around. Somebody said I like Rainbow. Put that one up there. We'll
2: keep that. How's one. Greta missed out on this?
7: Oh, oh yeah. She's How's,
2: faking she, getting arrested.
3: She, in, right. Yeah, She's yeah.
2: doing a photo op in Germany. Yeah. We'll be right back.
3: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: All right. So,
1: more from the World Economic Forum, Bubba.
2: Rick, uh, the hits just keep coming. We yep. have the Pfizer CEO, and he's got a be uh, now. Uh, Pfizer CEO.
1: Is he part uh, of the this, elite?
2: This is 4B, part, Mr. Part, Adler. Yeah,
1: I guess he is, because we all were told to go get uh, – we hadn't. We were evil people if we didn't rush out to get their vaccine. Yep.
2: Check this out. See if you who wants to get in line for this baby.
6: All right, here we go. Where are you on a flu vaccine based on mRNA? Oh, the studies are running. They have completely recruited. We are waiting for cases as they accumulate. It means that people have been vaccinated placebo, vaccine, and the disease, some of them will get disease. And then we are waiting to unblind the data to see what is coming. I think it will come in
8: the, this year, in 2023. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, you can't guarantee a timeline, depending on the clinical trial. No, but, because you... But your you, best guess, what would you think? Uh, I think uh, by the first half of the year, maybe... First half of the year? Yeah, June, July. Wow. And so, how far are we away from one vaccine that's both COVID and flu together?
6: First, we need to have a flu. (laughs) And uh, if we have a flu, already we started uh, uh, experiments to combine the two uh, so that we don't lose time again. Uh, I think we'll come more or less all together if it is successful. What did he say? Well,
1: his scary accent I can yeah. understand a word he I, said. Anytime mean, you let somebody who has an accent that sounds like he wants to take over the world, right. that doesn't help. Who is that? Doctor
2: Mangla? What mm-hmm. in the not world? Good,
1: not I don't, good. It, time sound, time I it sounds I don't know where it is, but it sounds very Rusky, <clears throat> very Russian, very scary. You might as well have wanted that sound yeah. right up yeah. Yeah. I would I think I <laughs> hey, back to Greg, back to PR again. I think I go People So we're gonna go out and talk about, you know. You know we're having some PR issues on some of our vaccines. I know, I know. Need to calm everybody and even talk about maybe we can combine some vaccines. We're going to have a uh, you know a, a vaccine party. Uh, let's just throw it all in one vaccine. Uh, who you want to go out? Well, let's not put anybody out there who has a scary accent. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we will get Morgan Freeman to tell people. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, it's um, I don't I don't know that having his type of accent. About yeah. something well, terrifying. If, if it, I'm the
2: board of directors at Pfizer, we yeah. got to have somebody else. Yeah. I mean, the guy may be brilliant. I don't know. But it, uh, totally, they say obviously. the presentation to the Americans, I, I don't, I ain't buying mm. what he's selling.
1: <laughs> sorry, people yeah. that talk like you in the past have, have tried to take over the world. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, we're just going to pass. Uh, it uh, says
5: here that he is a uh, Greek-American Mm-hmm. Well, he's more Greek than he is American. It veterinarian and the chairman of and chief uh, executive officer. Wait, did you officer say Pfizer. veterinarian?
1: Mm-hmm. Say that again. Veterinarian? Mm-hmm. You mean they, the animals? It, you don't what? That's what it says
2: here. Yeah, I'm that just, can't uh, be true. We
1: don't. We, we got a, a veterinarian a out talking. What? <laughs>
2: That's yeah, Rick. That BC. may explain why he said that. Uh, right after you
5: get that shot, you need a good deworming. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he was motivated by an, an early love for animals and medicine, and is credited. Well, let's put him in charge. Does that reshaping upset? Pfizer be that? to be a company focused on research and development. Wait a minute,
1: Pfizer was created by a veterinarian.
5: No, I think uh, he's, he's the the CEO. a high ranking person. He's a CEO. Well, That's okay. pretty big. Um, he joined Pfizer in 1993. We
2: we reported on this a little bit earlier. Uh, <laughs> I in have the a week, good one, but I'm not sure. Yeah, really. They Mr. Adler, great- uh, cut number five, if you would. Um, CNN now reporting, and I wanted you to hear it from their own voice that they've kind of overstated the COVID deaths. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. This is CNN now, not Fox, no, not Newsmax, not no, Rick and Bubba, no, not Hannity. No one's asking him back to weigh in. Yeah, mm-hmm. CNN.
9: Mm-hmm. Dr. These are two separate things here overcounting deaths and overcounting hospitalizations. As you know, I covered this closely being in the Trump White House when this happened. I talked to a lot of health officials about this who are actually kind of skeptical of this claim that you're making. And I think one big thing has been what is the evidence that these COVID deaths are actually being overcounted? <sighs>
0: Well, this is the reason why this kind of transparent reporting is going to be so important. There is a way for us to look at death certificates and also to look at the medical records of individuals prior to the death. And I think this needs to be separated into three categories. One is the um, the COVID as a direct contributor, the primary cause of death. The second is, could it be a secondary contributing cause? So for example, somebody with kidney disease, COVID then pushes them over the edge to have kidney failure. That's COVID as a contributing cause cause. And then the third is COVID as an incidental finding. So somebody coming in with a gunshot wound or a heart attack and they happen to test positive. I think that we need to separate out and look at the percentages of each. That percentage would have shifted over time as well. In the beginning, probably a lot more people were dying with the primary cause of COVID. That probably has shifted. And I think, again, we need to understand this. Another reason to understand this, too, is a lot of people are wondering when they should get a booster next. When do we need a second booster or another booster? And the only way we can know for sure is to understand who is getting severely ill and when
1: uh, we said that three years ago y'all y'all says talk, like we just now y'all, do y'all told us to shut up mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to say this three years ago you were you were you, banned yeah I agree with you medical doctor or whoever you are yeah it would be important to to have a different column contributed to death meaning I had a comorbidity versus primary cause of death. Yeah, I think we probably needed that early on, and you're right. That would give us more information on deciding how desperately we need certain treatments and we'll bypass the normal research and development because it's an emergency and put it out there untested on humans to any high degree. Yeah, it would be great that we had that very clear information because it'd give us a better picture of our current need, right? Wouldn't that have been good? She mm-hmm. even threw in there, yeah, if you had a gunshot wound, we probably don't want to put you over there in the COVID cause of death, even if you tested positive. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a C student from Calhoun County. I could have brought that one to the table. <clears throat> I don't know about the gunshot
5: people. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I think I would have been the first one to raise my hand. I don't know about the gunshot people. <laughs> I think, the I gun think gun shot it was the gunshot. Shot.
5: Yeah. yeah. Right. I think just two columns, either of or with. I, you, died in, uh, you died of COVID or you died with COVID. Yeah. Right. We could just simply divi- divide it up that way. Like we tried to say,
1: couldn't yeah. say
2: it. Just like the example that we had of someone who unfortunately had a car wreck. Mm -hmm. They wrapped their tree around a pine tree. I mean, their car or truck around a pine tree. And the sudden stop is the cause of death. Well, they just happened to run a COVID test on them. They had COVID. Oh, must have been COVID. Caused them to wreck. It was was back to them.
4: The just,
5: hospital's getting money, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, well, yeah that's what I was going to say. Was that true? Because we were told I don't that, know. that for I'm every sure. case they got so much money. That that actually that actually
5: yeah. vetted
1: out, and it was a doctor who then was now serving in Congress who said that's a fact. Well, we had one. You know, well, guys, we, I, we know no personally, personally said that, too. Yeah. You want it. And the reason why it was done, of course, this is the government not thinking things through, through as always. They were trying to say, well, there's, go- there's going to be a need for more treatment. They need to be able to cover the cost of this. Uh, but what it turned into is, you know, we get more money if they have COVID. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and we can tie that Even to –
4: they And plus, if we don't have to spend a lot of that on their care because they right. died of a gunshot wound. Right. And That's what that is. That's called profit. Mm-hmm.
7: That groundbreaking uh, medical information that we just got was from Dr. Lena Wen, That's CNN's medical analyst. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then don't don't forget this one.
7: And they and they include hospitalization in that. Hey, our
1: beds are full. Yeah, I got that, but how many of them are due to COVID? Are some of these beds
2: full of people who would be in here anyway? Yeah.
1: If, and hospitals if,
7: try to run yeah. at near full anyway. Yeah. If if hospitals
2: yeah. have 50% beds full, they're going out of business. Yeah. yeah. Top of the hour.
3: Rick and bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: So um, we, we, uh, it's been, believe it or not, it was 15 years ago today uh, that uh, the show uh, and, uh, and our family uh, went through uh, a calamity. Uh, there's no other word to use. Um, and, uh, and it was uh, the earthly death of my youngest son. I have five children, and uh, uh, William Bronner Burgess uh, is the youngest, uh, and, and I remember so vividly uh, you know, the, the number 40, uh, when you look at it in Scripture, 40 years, 40 days, it, it's a number um, that, that God uses to, to prepare people for what is coming next. It's, it's, it's literally called a, a number of probation, where God is using this number to prepare people for what's next the 40 days of the flood was a renewing to the next. that was that was probation and and you see this in 40 years of of his uh, of him refining uh, the his people who rejected him and the ones who did not have faith that they he would give them uh, the promised land and he went 40 years and and really removed all those who doubted him and uh, and got and left the two that didn't, uh, and and their and the children of all of them, you know, all this. So this number forty. So I still remember this, and you know, and 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 I don't I don't see this as something sad. I, I just see it as something to to go back and remember. And you guys were there. Uh, it was my fortieth birthday, and uh, we, we, Sherry and I already had four children. And Sherry, of course, uh, the stepmom of Brandy and Blake, and then she had given birth to to Brooks and to Brody, and uh, and we were trying to decide whether we wanted to grow the family or not. Do we want to continue to to have children? And we were praying for God to, uh, you know, to answer that question for us. And it was my fortieth birthday. And you look back on things that you you don't you don't you don't even realize what you are saying. And so Sherry tells me, as we are dancing together on this beautiful 40th birthday party that she prepared for me, she said, and I used to make this joke on the show, that if you live in the South, as long as you stay inside five children, you're not white trash. If you have five or more, and she made the joke, and that's a joke, she, she looked at me and she said, you are going to be white trash. And I said, what? And she said, I am pregnant and we're going to have child number four. A uh, number five, and so uh, so that was the going joke. And I said, and if y'all remember it, I even said it at the party. I said God uses the number forty to prepare people for something, mm. and 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 I have been on this earth for forty years, so I think God's got something. Now I'm thinking things completely different right. than yes, what sir. God did, yeah. Yeah. and so uh, so th- when yeah. when this uh, when this happened. <clears throat> Uh, Fifteen years ago, and and Bronner went into the presence of a perfect father. Um, I'm an I'm not a perfect father, but but Bronner is in the care of his perfect father, and actually his true father, because he's God's. We you know we are these children have been given to us on loan, but they don't belong to us. They belong to him, and and he's perfect. We're not, and so. When when the process of walking through this, a couple things I'll hit you with, then I'll come back and I want to try to offer some encouragement because that's kind of how Sherry and I. This I know some of you may have read what Sherry posted uh, on her uh, her personal Facebook page, and I think they put it on her author page as well. Um, She wrote this past weekend. So every year, you know, you have highs and lows when you on something that is that is so um, so so daunting. Uh, you know, and, and and if we were honest, all parents everywhere, I remember being in this position before it happened to to us. I remember seeing other parents and I would think to myself, man, I just don't know how people get through that. I don't know how you ever, you know, that that's that thought. It's back in the back of our mind. Please don't let me bury one of my children. You know, let them bury me, you know. And uh, and so when it happens, it's just so rattling uh, for obvious reasons. But, but there's a lot that, that comes from it. Especially though, well, if you're a person of faith, and that's what we'll talk about more when I come back, this is not something God's silent on. If there's, if there's one thing that, that Sherry and I, and we don't, and we're trying so hard to have the right tone, is I, I just, I, it bothers me when people of faith keep acting like God doesn't talk about this and hasn't told us about this and what it's all about. Well, you know, we just don't know why. It is true that in our finite minds we cannot completely grasp everything God is doing and everything God is. It's too big. However, and this is a very important however, let's go get everything he allows us to know. And he has allowed us to know a lot about this topic. He is not silent on this topic and I'll prove that to you next. Now those of you that have maybe heard Sherry and I speak to what God's taught us, you may have already heard some of this, but I, I think it's a time of encouragement that for people who are hurting. I don't really Sherry and I don't really want a ministry of ministering to people who are suffering and specifically people who are burying their children. It's not a fun ministry. I really don't want to be in it, but we are. And I mean, I talked to a young father just yesterday. <clears throat> And but the beautiful thing about it is because of the last fifteen years, God has enabled me to help him. To help, you know, and 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 so and God does it, but but He says if you'll just be obedient, I'll use this, and you can use this in your own life, but also and maybe more importantly, you can use it to help other people when they need it. I'm going to teach you, and you tell them, and it'll comfort them. And maybe it'll draw them to me. I, I can tell y'all this right now. I watched the people that have come to Christ through this calamity. I cannot even remotely give you a number. The number is too—it's it, too vast. There's uh, there's no way for me to. err. And, and it's not important that I know the number. But 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 I see God going. I told you, just trust me. Okay. But I can tell you something as simple as this. Sherry calls me one day. This has been several years ago. I was in the Taco Bell drive-thru. I remember it vividly. One of the kids had a Little League practice. I don't remember who it was. But they're in the back seat, and I'm ordering Taco Bell. (laughs) And Sherry says, there is a family whose child just drowned in the Gulf of Mexico, and I have been over sitting with the mother. You need to go see the dad. Meet me with the kids. I'll take them from you, and you go see him. Now, let me tell you ahead of time, he is not a believer. He is not a follower of Christ. I said, okay. So so I get there, and I go back there to sit down with him, not because I wanted to, which you'll see in a minute, which is what caused him to come to Christ, <laughs> because I was told to. I'm just being obedient. It's not what I want to do. So I sit down with him. we go on for hours it gets, um, and we have the show the next day. I have to get up at 4.30. We get about 11.45. And he says, well, I hear everything you're saying, but I just wish God would give me a sign. And I said, it's going to be midnight in 15 minutes. I've been sitting here with you since about 6.30. I have to get up at midnight. It'll be four and a half hours I have to get up. I have not been home today. I'm just not that good a person. I am your sign. Mm. And he just stopped. I said, I don't even know you. If it weren't for Christ, I would have heard your story. I would have been heartbroken for you. I would have ordered the number three at Taco Bell, and I never thought about you again. I'm just not that good a person. But he cares, and he's why I'm here. And he repented, and he gave his life to Christ, and they are flourishing as followers of Christ. Uh, God gave them more children. And I could tell you stories like that mm. over and over. Just the number of people that have come to Christ and have he- have heard about what God has to say about suffering over Sherry's sacrifice of five years and time away from me and time away from the kids because God told her to write that book. And the uh, Bronner, A Journey to Understand, another great resource for you. It's in audio and print now. It's been out since 2016. The, I, I got a, a, a person that that book helped two days ago. A person was helped yesterday. And it just goes on and on and on. And then the things it's done for us, grown us. One of the things I'll tell you today, I don't think in the 15 years I've given you all these updates that I've even told you this. If I did, I'll repeat it again. I couldn't remember telling you. That's why I have a beard. That's what this beard is. I, I wore a Fu Manchu or had had slick face all the way up to 2008, and then when we went to Israel in 2009 on the one-year anniversary, the transformation in my life spiritually was becoming so powerful that I said, "I don't, I don't want there is there, I don't ever want to be the guy I was before this." And I said, "I'm going to do a marker to remind me," and I grew a beard, and that's why I've had it ever since. <laughs> we joked around, but that's why I wear a beard. Because I wear this beard to say this is me from 15 years ago when, when this radically changed my life. Mm-hmm. Now, was I justified in 96? I was. But unfortunately, I was like a lot of Christians. I thought that was the end, not the beginning. I thought, well, I got that resolved. And I and I was a better person. But after this, complete transformation. Mm-hmm. and And so... <laughs> There's a, there's a, there's a, and you may not understand it, but today I'm, I'm kind of, I'm full of gratitude. I'm full of gratitude for what this calamity, what God has accomplished through it for me personally, for Sherry personally, but also how it's been used by him to advance his kingdom and draw people to him. We'll be back.
3: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: I'll take this uh, day on this 15th anniversary uh, of uh, our son uh, stepping to the presence of his uh, perfect father. I want to take time, as I do every year, to try to remember to thank all of you, Speedy and Bubba, uh, for the outstanding job you guys did uh, while I was away and uh, how God used that. I mean, the numbers on that are hard to count. Uh, Thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit that happened at the eulogy. Uh, for Chris Maleski and Ryan Greenwood for introducing me to something called YouTube that we didn't know what it was <laughs> mm-hmm. and and putting that out to the world. it became the number one most viewed video on YouTube in the world for a week. Uh, and if you that that uh, someone was kind enough after YouTube allowed you to go longer now in those days you can only go 10 minutes. So it was three different videos, but now it's all one video and we have that at Burgess Ministries com if you want to click on watch i had somebody email me three days ago said they just watched it for the first time so there's that eulogy of course sherry's book is a is a, a gift for you out there as well um, but uh, i want to just take a moment to to do what what i can do and i think i can do it in this time uh, i'll try this is to kind of help those of you when when we're talking about suffering and what god has to say about it sherry's book is a much more in-depth look at it so i'm not trying to do that, and there's, but we, for a short period of time, I want to give you four things, and and there and there's there's many others, but showing you God is not silent. I want to give you four reasons why we suffer. Here's four, and the and the, and this is right out of scripture. It's not my opinion. Okay, uh, number one, to be brought into a more intimate relationship to God, which causes us to see how sinful we really are. Uh, Job at the beginning of Job's story, he's called blameless and upright. After God allows him to suffer, and he 100% allows it, he's totally in control of what what can and cannot happen to Job. Mm -hmm. Job's called blameless and upright. After the the suffering gets him to a point that he gets God's resume of who God is, here is Job's own words after his suffering in Job 42, 5, and 6, I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now because of my suffering, my eye sees you, therefore I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. Blameless and upright at the beginning, well, that was compared to other people. But when the suffering made him then compare himself to God, Mm -hmm. and when he compared himself to God, he found himself to be quite sinful. So the suffering brought him into a more intimate relationship with God. He did not have the relationship with God before the suffering that he had after. So that's one reason. It gets us into a more intimate relationship. Relationship with God, Uh, the psalmist says in Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So it's also an opportunity for us to repent because we're now brought so intimately and dependent on God, and I was there when I was needing him to breathe, and that in and of itself says, now I know you so well, I despise myself. So that's one reason. Another, to test your faith. First Peter chapter one, verse six and seven. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, don't miss these two words, if necessary, Mm -hmm. you have been grieved by various trials, so that the testing, the tested genuineness of your faith, which is more precious than gold that perishes when it's tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Why am I suffering? To test the genuineness of your faith. Right out of Scripture, there's reason number two. That could be it. Number three, to remove sin from our life, to refine us to holiness. 1 Peter 4, 1 through 2. Since, therefore, Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. Whoever has suffered in the flesh, listen to this, has ceased from sin so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions but for the will of God. It redirects your whole life. Since I've suffered like Christ, since He did, I now this this process has now rem, is helping me to remove sin from my life. I'm not held captive by the flesh anymore. I'm now leaning on the Spirit because the sufferings forced me to do so, hmm. and I'm cleaning house. That's out, right out of Scripture, and and don't don't miss don't miss in this that 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 when these things that are happening throughout Scripture. It's showing us as clear as he possibly can why we suffer. Number four, to humble us. 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, interesting commentary from the Apostle Paul. He had been taken into the third heaven and seen that revelation, and here's what he said right after that. So to keep me from becoming conceited, because he was quite a big deal, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me. Don't misgiven. Who gave it to him? God. In the flesh, which became a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient, for my power is made perfect in what? In your weakness. I I have to put it there, Paul, because without it, you won't be weak enough. I know you, and, and you'll get away, and the best way for you to be right with me is for you to suffer. I'm not going to remove it. Therefore, Paul says, I get it, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I'm content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, calamities. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. So there's four things right out of Scripture on why we suffer. To be brought into a more intimate relationship with God, which causes us to see how sinful we are. To test our faith to remove sin from our life and to, to, to refine us into the process of holiness and to keep us from being conceited. Those are right out of Scripture. Now, there's more, but there's four right there. So let's stop all this Some that we don't know why. We actually do. There, there's actually quite a bit that God has said about this. He's not silent on this. So so let me encourage you, so you, if nothing else, hang on to this. So when you're in the situation, you start thinking, which one of these categories is going on here?
3: Might be all of them. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: I feel good. Rick Boone, North Carolina. A man in North Carolina is accused of stealing a tractor and leading police (laughs) on a miles-long chase. Oh, this is good. WBTV reports that a witness caught some of the chase and shared the video on TikTok. Showing police leading, uh, show. I'm sorry. <laughs> showing police vehicles chasing the man in a stolen truck. Please look. <laughs> uh, so here he comes. <laughs> so he stole
1: it. Does he think he's? Rick, out this rolling? probably this, not going out
2: wrong. This police chase, they say, topped out at about 20 miles an hour. <laughs> So now he's trying to do zigzags. What is he
5: doing? He's going to wreck. what he's going to do. Yeah. He, um, he damaged some property and so was I he, think damaged the church. Was
4: he under the influence of... Rick, I'm going to step out here and say there may be
1: alcohol involved.
2: Yeah. Uh, he got a you little know, bit of a mullet, you, too. You don't hear of a lot of tractors being stolen. <laughs> I guess that's one reason you can't really get away very quick, right?
1: Yeah, they said he jumped off the tractor just wait you out. waving a <laughs> knife... And, uh, officers got him with a taser, he had a knife. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and they got him without injury to anyone involved. Uh, they said that he, uh, they shot one of the tires because he started going the wrong way toward oncoming traffic in an elementary school. So they shot one of the tires out, mm-hmm. uh, and that's
2: all we really know.
3: Uh, said so they a,
2: used uh, the stop sticks to stop the tractor, but officers eventually had to shoot the tire.
3: Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. right How about.
2: To, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, <laughs> so anyway, he
5: it, hit some parked park cars too, or something. He just they, them out. Yeah. they
2: said he had earbuds in. He was listening to the theme of Dukes of
5: Hazzard. <laughs> yeah, Dukes yeah. Of,
4: just some you know. Them.
2: Police identified the suspect as Ronnie Hicks. Of course, oh yeah, Ronnie!
4: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie got to drink. Hey. You, know you know how Ronnie does when he gets to drink. Well, you know? I mean,
1: Ronnie was here in. Um, I I mean he he got in the shine a little bit and uh, huh. he he got on that tractor and he's gone. I, yeah. I don't. And, 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 Ronnie and, done <laughs> stole the. Tra- well, they say nothing. Run- done stole the tractor and the laws after.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> runs <laughs> like a deer. No, they it say. Well, say. Well, what what is that on the back of the tractor? What kind of attachment is yeah.
1: that? I kind of want to know
2: that too. Somebody
1: yeah, might have It looked
2: like somebody it's was holding like. a giant yeah. stirring stick or something. What was it? It looked like a posto
1: digger. Yeah, like for putting fence in. Like I made a Now again, yeah, I, I, do. Yeah, I, I only got a glance. Let's see
5: it again. I, mean, only, look, go, I only got It's a not an auger. Uh, did he mean business? Uh, well, it's not, <laughs> since it wasn't his and he stole it. I'm not sure. What, is that a are you saying that's a pile, pile. driver or something? Yeah, that, that looks, looks like. like yeah, it's yeah. more yeah. of a pile yeah. driver yeah. there. Putting up or a vent. wood splitter. Or something yeah. Something like. Why is why is the Ram truck taking the lead? It looks like that's probably a, a police officer as well. In that. Is it? Yeah. And, okay. and what is
4: Ronnie thinking? I mean, you're just prolonging. Oh, Ronnie
5: ain't thinking. They're
1: pro. You're
4: prolonging <laughs> it. You know, it's going to end. There's yeah, no way. Not you're not getting, getting away. Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie has
1: no concern about that. He's there. not getting away. Let me tell you what Ronnie's thinking about how that how that wind feels on his hair and beard. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, that's he stopped awkward. at the store to get him another one. <laughs> right, he did. <laughs> you think what? You think drugs, alcohol? Which I think one? he had too much. To I drink. think just crazy as an outhouse rat. Right. When everybody said Ronnie stole a tractor, people who know Ronnie—anybody surprised? No. Anybody? I mm-hmm. doubt it. I doubt it. This
2: may not be his first offense. Look how laid back. Don't miss how laid oh, back. <laughs> he's
1: he's, Am I wrong, he's driving with he one hand he's on the wheel. He's, out, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, like he's, <laughs> he's having a time of
2: his life. He's like he's out for a stroll. He's having a time of his life. Just one on top. <laughs> <laughs> just the single on just
1: top. Just one on top. <laughs> oh, that's
4: fantastic.
7: Uh,
1: yeah. Well, he's even looking at the landscape yeah. of the land. Yeah, like, yeah, you go yeah, out and ride yeah. the country and have a look. Yeah, I love riding the country. He Y'all
7: looks at the camera person just like casually, I believe, right? Yeah. Right there. He's yeah. like, hey, what's up, man? What's going on, what man? Just going one for a cruise hand. here.
2: One hand propped up on the on the cab, one hand on the wheel. Hey, zigzagging. Oh,
7: wow. Hey, yonder go, Ronnie. It's a wonder he didn't flip it right there. Yes, he got a little squirrely. <laughs>
2: yeah. All
7: right. I bet those, what'd you call them, the tracks, the, the stop tracks or whatever yeah. that the police use, I bet that didn't do nothing to those tractor tires.
1: I, I really wish that somebody could get him getting tased. I, oh, I kind of yeah. needed that too. I bet right. Ronnie. He can take a taste. Oh, I was about to say, I bet Ronnie didn't go easy. <laughs> yeah. No. I bet I, you didn't taste him
2: once. No. Yeah. Huh? I bet you had to, you had to have those kind of dug in with a little wire on it. You know, know, know. what
1: I'd say? Once you get that taste on Ronnie, hold on to it. Rick, <laughs> Take him a wrong. look at him. Oh, look, look at that hair.
5: Oh,
3: Ronnie. Oh,
7: Ronnie. He, Ronnie. he looks like a cool guy. He looks like a normal, cool guy. You to know me. what this means, Who don't? thinks this guy would still taste? Adley, try. you
1: know what this means, don't you? Local band ain't got a bass player, sir, tonight. Yep,
4: still
2: the in <laughs> he plays into just us, band. Don't yeah. know what you were thinking there, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie.
1: Oh, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. Doggone it, Ronnie. Doggone it, Ronnie. You know better than this. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good day. You got more Rick and Bubba, and we'll do a top of the hour break. Then more should come right after this.
3: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
2: You remember the first little vacuum cleaners we had that were like robotic, you know, the little rhombas run around around. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they, (laughs) huh? Do what? Still got them. Yeah. Oh yeah. They've upgraded. They're, they're several generations into it now, but you know, it, it gave us kind of an idea of what might be coming. And we've heard some of these guys that are on the cutting edge said, look, we're a few years away. From you having a robot at your house that's going to do oh, yeah. you, you had a you had a robot yeah. grass cutter I did mm-hmm. for a while yeah. mm-hmm. well, if and I can have uh, a laundry a guy and a, a robot right. and a uh, mm. dish guy mm.
5: <laughs>
2: dishes well, we and laundry ha- we have robot. a dish thing called a dishwasher mm. well yeah
3: but they
5: don't put it in it doesn't put it in there itself
2: <laughs> so Boston Dynamics <laughs> has been one of the leaders oh, they're they're one of the first dog. companies that come out with these dogs that you see everywhere oh are. yeah spooky and mm-hmm. they've got their Shoot their guys. latest incarnation. And um, it, it's really amazing where these things have come and their ability to move around. Check so, this out
1: right here. Uh, so so what does this one do? Well, he looks just like a human.
2: Uh, I forgot <laughs> my tools again.
1: Oh, that's not the robot. Oh,
4: oh,
2: I, I thought, thought it
1: was. was. Like okay. Uh-oh. Uh, it looks here, like he's, here he comes. Greg, here comes trouble. He's well, typing on I don't on like it. the way he he's walks. He's looking for us. Um, Isn't that wild? Um, um, it uh, looks spooky
2: how he uh, moves. Yeah,
1: Bubba, it sure does. Uh, I don't uh, like well, the way he moves.
2: Watch the he gets He can do that. Why is he jumping around like that?
1: He, uh, can't he just turn. What? 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 he sitting on board. Like, it's like working with Michael Jackson. Why, why can yes. he just...
7: Oh, <laughs> oh he's got his guys the tool bag. This mm-hmm.
1: is fantastic. He
2: picks up his tool bag. Now oh, he goes up, no. steps across a board oh, oh, that God. he put there. Don't forget that.
7: Jumping with a tool bag.
1: If he jumps up on that thing, okay,
7: just through the tool bag. Now he's why not gonna be go able to
1: do that. There he goes. The
7: Pushed over a box. Is that how he's getting down? Jump down.
5: No, I did a box jump.
7: Y'all
5: aren't ready for this? No. Oh, my goodness. I There's really a person in there. <laughs> that
7: was a... <laughs> Such a show-off. So he a, texted on an iPad what a, he
5: wanted and told awesome. the robot
2: to go get it. It, it did a half-twist <clears throat> flip as it came off. And it ain't going to be funny when it's choking you. I'm Ooh, telling yeah. you. But how, how agile are those things getting? Is oh, that yeah. not unbelievable? Of course they are. Now, they still look wow. a little strange. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. But the fact that, that it can reason to do that and make those moves that's just incredible so
5: so you're saying that a contractor is going to be at the house and they can go okay look here's our bid for the job now do you want the robots or no robots because if we bring the robots here's the price we got two of them we'll bring them with us and they're good helpers yeah, well we can i can get think it done in a couple of hours. I, I think <laughs> while the, they're really good helpers.
2: The, the guy may be still doing the construction his helper may be a robot Instead of a guy, yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: that's what, yeah, that's what, I, that's what and, I'm saying.
2: And you remember even SpaceX, we we saw the video of their guard dog, you know, that's keeping an eye on everything. And it's CES, uh, that was uh, that was debuted just a week or two ago, like ring camera. I don't know if you saw this or not. They have a a drone. It's a little bitty helicopter drone that has a camera on it that will actually walk and go through. Uh, an area like your home flying through and looking for anything and sending pictures back to you. I mean, that's, and and that's just going to become standard equipment, you know?
1: Well, it's another thing, and this has been brought up, but it does make me think watching where they're going. We know that the whole world, um, eventually it's already happening. You know, this, this indictment on American football, it's, it's barbaric. It's horrifying. All this, of course. Now, I think a lot of people are not going to like that narrative when they no longer have these contracts that change their lives for the right, rest of their lives. Right. And and most everything in life does carry some risk with it. And no one plays football that doesn't understand the risk. But um, I, do you think that we will – would we enjoy watching robots play it? Do you, are, you, <laughs> no. are
2: you referring to the – you remember the Jeff – not the Jeffersons. <laughs> Jetsons. 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 When they – that's how they're – football was played it was robots remember yeah. and somebody would get crashed up and they'd send that little thing yeah. out and sweep up yeah. the parts and right. run off with. Yeah. do you think uh, do you think what would we enjoy i know we watch no. these well, I, i'm telling you of, we're not kind of a crowd far, of these robot wars calls we're not show oh no no that's big they're doing it yeah. in high school well man. wouldn't this just no. be a, a, a version of that but a sport well it, it the robot right. wars are a little more um um uh, you know Primitive, I guess, in their mm-hmm. designs, as opposed to something like this that can move. But like couldn't a human. that you if you got? But I'm gonna tell you, we're not far away from somebody going. Let's have a football game with nothing but these robots play. Like picture this That's coming.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey. What? What happened, guys? Ah, uh, man. You know our wide receiver, that robot. Man, he has helped us. He got broke. I mean, got got yeah. hit by another robot, and I had to take him off field. And once he was out, we just couldn't move the ball <laughs> after that. Uh, the robot they put in, he wasn't as good. Yeah. You know, or, or it, it's um, uh, I, I I don't I don't know, but uh, it, it, when you see this, you start thinking those things are coming. I'm not saying it will
2: replace it. I'm the, joking about that,
1: the, but I bet Bubba's right. I bet somebody will put together some league like that, though.
2: I mean, we've seen the Puppy Bowl, we've seen the yeah. Las Ray Bowl. The
5: Robot Bowl is coming. Just mm-hmm. stand by. And and the way that they'll do it is somebody will be playing like Madden. They'll have controllers and they control all the robots, but it'll be a live game.
4: I'm not interested. Yeah, you're right. I'm not I either. I'm not either. These
5: right. robots that look like people, and there's a movie out about it
4: now. What's this movie about this girl, and she's got a robot that looks like her? And oh, yeah, of... the
1: one that comes over like, to
2: babysit or something?
1: Yeah, or something no, weird. You don't want to do with that. These
4: that look like people? That's no. the ones that creep me Yeah, Yeah, they're really As long as
2: they look Oh, they, they look like that guy? I'm not, you know, or the the robot on Lost in Space or something, yeah. I, I'm good with that. Yeah, no. it's
1: whatever the robot's name is is the name of the movie. I can't yeah. think of Megan. The word. Megan. There it is. Yeah. And it's got a three instead of It's a eight. horror
7: movie, though. It's yeah,
1: seven. it's hard. Well, yeah. yeah. And so is this going to be whenever we embrace it. Right. Robots right. come into our lives, it's all going to be it's a horror movie. It's going to be bad.
5: Movie. Do you do you you know, been to the refrigerator too many times, <laughs> sit down. I,
2: I know they're probably not at every eBay. school, but I, you, I know they're. You entered uh,
1: 1,500 calories, Chubbalicious.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me that the, Snickers.
2: These kind of robot wars you're seeing here, I mean, there's several high schools <clears throat> in our area that compete in that. And they have teams. Oh, sure. National and can go international. They're pretty good. Yeah, uh, How much deer sausage are you gonna eat today, right. Greg? I think. Uh, that's
1: I, right. I, I think. Uh, You've been
5: eating uh, since six a.m. Central.
1: I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that Reese, our nephew, was on a robot team.
5: You started looking for the knife the at five forty
4: five. I don't know if the robots they build crash into each other and fight. I don't. I don't know if that's what they do.
1: Uh, no. Like these. Well, yeah, yeah. No, they, they see how cool a robot you can make. Yeah, you know, I don't think they actually get in their <laughs> no, and fight. No, it's true. They, it's it's they who just... makes the best robots. That's right. So,
4: what
2: do they do, though? Do they have. They to... perform feats and yeah, they have to like go that. pick up, yeah. loose stuff. Yeah, stuff like that.
5: Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. No. So they don't
2: have like saws yeah. that come out and kill
5: the mm-hmm. other ones? No. Yeah. Unfortunately, no. You gotta no. flip them. That was a TV. You gotta so. flip them. But em.
1: you think about that, you like you were talking about, these robots we've done in the past, you mm-hmm. enter uh, 1,500 calories, all of a sudden when you hit it, they just cut food off right. for <laughs> the rest of the day. You're, and dad
2: you're, dad you're the day. like, it's only 10 a.m. <laughs> <All right. laughs> How about working a walk?
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's because I love you. <laughs> it's because I love you. That's it, Adler. That's because I care.
1: We'll go phone trolling next. First one of the day. We've had a phone segment, but we haven't had a phone troll. That lets more of you in. We kind of pick up the pace a little bit. Uh, all right, 866 be big whatever's on your mind. Comments, questions, no shout outs, no shameless plugs. Uh, but we want to hear from you when we come back.
3: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh-huh.
1: Tyler in Missouri.
2: Tyler, go ahead. Hey, you guys are talking about robots,
9: and uh, I didn't know if you guys had heard about chat GPT yet. It's a uh, chat bot with uh, like AI technology. And um it can you talk to it and then say so you want to code a program, it will write the program in like three seconds. Um if you want like you're in college, you need a paper wrote about something really specific, it can do it in like three seconds. Jordan Peters didn't about him talking about it.
7: Tyler, and what it was, was the name kind of, of it crazy. again? It's Chat GPT. Chat.
9: It's right behind G-P-T. you, buddy. right back there, Okay, you got it. I think uh, universities are getting kind of freaked out by it because it's so um, intelligent and just write papers and everything pretty quick.
2: Where was this thing when I was in school? I know.
7: It's mm. it's <laughs> it is amazing. What mine it can, was
2: the Asian student. Yeah, it, look, I'm not saying there isn't very big, very complicated, and very well written programs out there, but. Even Chat GTP is still going to a line in a program and spitting back out what's put in it.
7: Yes, it is. Uh, you can put a prompt into this Chat GPT program and say, "Write me a paper about the history of football using sources and quotes from former players uh-huh. and and uh, like whatever you want to do." Where was and this? And it will spit out this paper very quickly. That seems like it was written by a human. But the thing is, to Bubba's point, it doesn't know what it is doing. No, right. does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay. It
2: gives you a good start, though.
7: But wow, is it good? And, yeah, and teachers wow. are, are in a really tough spot now. They're like, Where "Who was this? Who wrote this?" And it really Reagan's makes you probably listening. It makes you question. <laughs> uh, Taking notes. What <laughs> does it cost? I'd like to
2: do one just for fun. It's, it's free. It, it's
7: just a free open. No, it, it? Yeah, it's just online, and but it makes you question a lot of what you read now online. It, it really makes it so that these bots and chat bots and things like that are really really uh sophisticated and you are, are, are having to really uh figure out if you're talking to a human or a person
1: and because it's a robot they can give you an assignment but you're not going to have the creativity of a human writer the skill set of a human writer as far as something you were reading for entertainment or for inspiration he's talking about you need a report turned in at a for academia we can do that. We used to uh, copy it out of the we'll world, give you bro.
2: the sh- the notes, we'll give you the references, all that. But I just what? I just pulled it up, chat GTP. It says it's at full capacity right now. Check back later. I bet
3: it is. Okay. <laughs> Braden's gone there. We know that. <laughs> He's We're getting that paper done. Rick and Bubba Rickin' Bubba.
1: Biden, a little bit of Jean Pierre, we we got a little bit of that. Where to go over in the political Where'd
2: world. Where he go?
1: Uh, Basement Joe. So um, we were told emphatically in the very beginning when Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was uh, appointed to be Vice President, breaking all sorts of barriers. Unfortunately, right when she did, we no longer can make things male or female. So really, it kind of ruined the whole thing. Uh, we wanted to celebrate her as being the first female. Uh, but we can't really do that because we're not
2: allowed to say there's male and female, which is kind of a bummer for Kamala. But anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, it's if, hard. It's hard to be historic on one hand and not recognize gender on the other. It really is. It. So if you go back, um, has anybody got her pronouns? <laughs> if,
1: if, if, if we, if, I guess, we yeah. if we go back, remember when she first was put in this position. We were lectured about how we say her name, mm-hmm. and they used little children to teach us how to pronounce it. So somebody has got Biden mispronouncing it, like this week, not not way in the past. Yeah, just what well, was yesterday? But, yeah, and yeah. going to bring those children back that were training all of us <laughs> all to right. see if they can now train the president. Mm-hmm. So here, here, here it is. That's what I asked, Kamala.
5: I'm asking for your trusted support
8: in 2020 for Kamala and me. But as Kamala said,
3: it's not Kamala. It's Kamala.
2: That's what I asked Kamala. <laughs>
5: That's so good.
2: So Kamala, good. Kamala, Kamala. So so will will he get? That's what I asked Kamala. Will he get corrected? No. Huh? Well, he might now. But as Kamala said.
3: It's not Kamala. It's Kamala.
2: That's what I asked Kamala. I Kamala, 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 Kamala. So good. Bless his heart.
1: I'm so thankful I'm not his handler.
2: Boy, I tell you, there's got to be a lot of people that mm-hmm. are just wringing their hands going, what are we going to do? I think mm-hmm. I'd get that
1: robot and let it spin. Yeah, I know. Let it, it write what it is. So now we've got uh, CNN. Uh, Joe Biden did, in fact, meet with his son's corrupt business partners oh, yeah. on multiple occasions when he was the VP. Now, now this is in the news because of all the, the stuff that's going on, and right. he claims he didn't meet with them. And mm-hmm. there's so many things he says. Now, don't forget, this would just be another one. All the lies that we absolutely know that Joe Biden has has produced, but Joy Behar told you the reason why he's treated differently than Trump is that Trump's a liar and a thief, but Biden's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's Biden's character mm-hmm. that makes us give him
2: a pass. <laughs> and Joy's a genius. Yeah.
1: So here he is. Uh, and again, uh, this is when the old dam begins to break. Is when CNN and all them start Ooh, being critical of you when they too. turn on you. Look yeah, out! So, you got
2: no friends. So nice we, little piece here. Here we go.
9: Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example the Republican site, Miguel Aleman-Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman-Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Aleman-Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the Vice President's House and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold.
2: I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that that if my last name wasn't Biden. Yeah, yeah. Now keep in mind, well, CNN doing that. CNN, that's that's actually investigative reporting. When was Mm -hmm. the last time you heard CNN
1: even say in their, in the piece they put together, Republicans made this accusation, and we've confirmed they were right. When's the last time you heard that? You know,
5: we heard they were making changes over there, and evidently they are. Well, and it also shows you that they're getting rid of Biden. Yeah, I heard some great commentary on this, Rick. And there's uh, Bubba, and there's two. There's two thoughts here. One is they're they're taking him out, and kind of what we were thinking, Rick, uh, when you were talking about, hey, they're they're going. It's a double play. The other is they're trying to get all this out so early that by the time the elections come in 2024, it's going to be an afterthought because they're like, let's get all this mess out of the way now. And then that way, in this microwave society where everybody only thinks about what's going on right now and they want it quick, they won't even—you know—it'll be an afterthought. But sure. we're probably leaning on one, and that is that they're they're yeah. getting they're getting rid of him. But who knows? Um, Pretty good commentary though yesterday on uh, Buck and Clay is B any count <clears> to <throat> B. Oh, uh, the photo. Yeah. What,
1: what are we doing here? What's what? Why is this important today? What, S- we-
7: well, um, oh yeah. I, 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 here's uh, Hunter Biden. In, yeah. um, in the in the green Corvette. Yeah. The oh, one, I see. The, the one
1: classified
2: documents <laughs> was found next to. Mm-hmm.
7: And the house.
1: <laughs> he's got some. He's got some pastures mm-hmm. riding with him. The
7: house mm-hmm. that the Corvette was stored in—that's where the classified documents were found. Um, and it's come out that Hunter Biden lived there, mm-hmm. stayed there, oh, and yeah. and then paid his dad like fifty grand a month for at least a year to rent that house. Which that's a incredibly that's it's just money laundering. Yeah. That's what that's that's just that's, uh, money that's laundering.
2: All that, yeah, and there and that shows you he has access to anything that was in that garage.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: and and Absolutely. again
2: showing you what a fine and upstanding person Hunter Biden is. We a... we didn't we didn't cover the story the other day, but you remember he had a he had a child with the stripper. Yeah, and she oh, is, yeah, and now he is suing her to block her from that. using his last name. I saw that, even though he is the biological father. I saw that. I saw that fine person. Yeah. And Who are
7: these girls that he's giving a ride to school that's in the car with him? My goodness, what uh, in the world? What in the world? I know. <laughs> the
2: world? I know. There, I know. There, there he is. I think we all know. There's buddy. Mr. Classy. Goodness gracious. Do we want to work
1: in here the insanity of Representative Sandra Feist? Total insanity. Total insanity. It's like they never know where to stop. They just don't know where to stop. This is This is pretend... And, again, it's a, it's, it's a dicey topic if you got kids or whatever. It may not be a topic you want to talk about. But, um, you know, nowadays, as I said earlier, that, you know, boys will be boys, girls and girls will be boys. It's a messed up, shook up <laughs> yeah. world except for Lola. You're talking about wasting yep.
2: your time here. Yeah. So
1: they yeah. always go too far. Look, I understand what you're saying is there are people who are biologically one gender and they want to live their life as the other gender. But there's certain things about that even if they start doing surgeries, they cannot change. Okay. What she is talking about <laughs> is, DNA. is total insanity. So the, the the word that is used for a woman's cycle is about to be used. So just want to warn everybody out there if you're sensitive to that, but here is Sandra Feist. And I want you to just think about this. I would
10: encourage uh, the committee to vote no on this amendment um, for a few reasons. Um, practical, financial, social, emotional. Um, First, uh, there are a lot of schools that are moving towards gender-neutral bathrooms. And if we add female, we might become obsolete very quickly. Um, Second, not all students who menstruate are female. Um, We need Hmm. to make sure that all students have access to these products. Um, there are obviously less um, non-female menstruating students, and therefore their usage will be much lower. And that was actually um, calculated into the cost of this um, and how much we decided to fund it. And so we, we do not expect that the non-female menstruating students will use um, these products as much as the the students using female bathrooms, but it's important to have them there. Um, And that brings me to just the social emotional reasons for that. Um, These students who are not female, who menstruate, um, face a greater stigma and barrier um, to asking for these products. And so providing them in an easily accessible place um, in all student bathrooms is particularly important for those students.
2: But
4: but, 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 but but
2: if you're still needing them. It's almost like watching mentally ill. <sighs> and and, you're, and you're still
1: asking for them. If your trip into the men's restroom includes access to these products, mm. you're in the wrong restroom. That's right. That's the
3: simple much answer a, a, for that. You're yeah.
2: in
1: the wrong restroom. Your biological body is doing something that males cannot do.
2: And, you know, it's uh, it's, it's happening, uh, isn't it?
1: This doesn't seem that difficult to understand. If you want to portray yourself that way, it, you know, in your private life, I guess that's your own business. But publicly, you're kind of asking us to adapt to things that that are that are just complete complete lunacy. Uh, it,
2: it's think you think about, you, about you, how you can't need these products and be a, a male. How basic is the genders? Male and Could female. anything
1: be more basic?
2: And I tell you, the, the way some of these people are so lost in it, it's, you know, I feel for them. I really do.
7: Terrapon's in the boys' room. Oh, well, my <laughs> here he goes. <laughs> Rick, oh, here we go. Rick, you instead know, of, you can pot <laughs> him instead down. Of smoking, right?
3: Instead of smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh,
5: so now the next one, now she's about to get mad. Yeah, she's about to get mad. She's about their, to get mad. Reporter, don't miss what what the reporter says at the end. So all right, here we go.
9: <clears throat> I want to uh, reference an interview
7: that President Biden did in mid-September with 60 Minutes, and in that interview, he chided former President Trump for having in his possession classified documents. He called it irresponsible. First of all, do you
9: think it was proper for President Biden? To comment on an ongoing DOJ investigation. So I'm going to say this, uh, and I'm going to keep it really short today, as it relates to this particular issue. I bet as it you relates to. to an ongoing uh, legal matter, I'm going to refer you to Department of Justice. Uh, Department of Justice. In, with the, that specific, as it relates to uh, anything that you want to ask of us uh, about uh, this uh, this legal matter, I would refer you to the White House Counsel uh, Office. I'm I'm going to leave it there. Not going to go uh, into further. I'm, I'm simply asking you to comment. And I just I just comments. commented. I just commented. We're moving comment on. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I already answered your question. No, go ahead. I well, <laughs> I I did. <laughs> well, it's your it's your, it's your opinion. It's your opinion. It's your opinion. That is your opinion. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead.
2: Did
1: he just
9: say a, brilliant?
1: he just go
2: brilliant?
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. What a zoo. Wow. He said, you no answered my answer. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no answer is not an answer. <laughs> but he, what he did is that they,
5: the reporter called her in her own words, saying that they can't comment on legal matter, but Biden was commenting oh, on yeah. a legal matter when it came to Trump. And,
1: and he didn't ask
5: her to give up anything these others do, and
1: he says, what's your opinion on that? Do you find that to be inconsistent? Yeah. Uh, another story today, and unfortunately, Bubba, these stories draw our attention more than they did in the past. The 12 lifestyle factors which raise risk of dementia. Mm. Uh, experts claim hundreds of thousands of cases, cases could be avoided If people did these things, uh, and they have the 12 here. Now they have all this in here on how they've done the research and how they're supporting this and, and all of that. I want, I'll save you that. Let's do it the way Rick and Bubba prefer. Let's just get to the list. Yeah. Give me the list. So here is the list, 12 steps to cut your risk of dementia, getting at least seven hours of sleep a night. Wow. Mm. Uh, Greg, I'm so Sorry. Like, really, really I'm so sorry. Um I am now getting more sleep because of this uh new commitment this year that Sherry for this year is going to get up with me every morning and uh and so what I, Sherry is in the list of people and it says we all do but y'all know what I mean by this. Some people can operate on less sleep than others can. Doesn't mean anything other than some can some can't. Some need it some don't. Uh, but it, we all need it for our health, mm-hmm. you know, as far as functioning. So what I've discovered is Sherry, it to your Sherry must have eight. She must have eight. Uh-huh. So what's happened since she's getting up with me, she starts wrapping us up like we're going to bed at 730. And I'm like, baby, I, I'm not going to bed at 730. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just not. I mean, well, I mean, uh, uh, but I want you to. Yeah, but baby, 730, I'm not even getting any time away from work now. I'm coming home from work if I have a long day. And eating dinner with you and then going to bed. I mean, <laughs> we're, tell me we're not eighty five yet. And, and so, um, so anyway, but she <laughs> has to have it. And she said, "Well, I'm done. I'm, now my body's saying if I'm gonna get my eight, yeah. we got to get in the bed." So anyway, but I will tell you this to this uh, to this story. I sure do feel good now that I'm getting more sleep.
5: I bet. Yeah, it makes yeah, a difference. It, it does make a difference. All
1: right. So the next one, <laughs> we need to challenge our brains on a normal basis. I would like to think this show does that, but it, yeah. some days I don't think it does. Yeah. Yeah,
2: some days the show wins. Right. So, you,
1: th- this is what Greg, you and I, remember Miss Mack? Yeah. So, Ms. we Mack used to do multiplication the, there tables. There used to be a, old. an older lady that lived down there by my grandparents who had a little cabin on the, the Black Warrior River. And Miss Mack, and she lived to be good gracious, her mind was as sharp as a tack. She said she did her multiplication tables every day. And just keep, that, day, mind keep, that, mind, keep sure. that mind working. Keep that mind working. Keep it working. So the next one is looking after mental well being. Now I need more specifics on yeah, that. Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? Looking after mental well being. Well, yeah, if I don't want to get dementia, I probably want to be mentally
2: well. Does it say get a pet in there anywhere? Uh, I hope not. Uh, I'm, I'm looking I think having a good old dog will help you out. I don't see that in here, but uh, but you know it
1: might help you not to be lonely. I'm not sure what it will do Bang. for dementia. Unless you're trying to figure out what to do with it, which then works the mind. Yeah, it does. Uh, so I, I may be quite mentally healthy. The more I look at mine, yeah. Uh, I don't know what they mean by that particular one. So let's move on to the next. Maybe one. having
7: like friends or something. Yeah, yeah
1: that means get a dog. Yes, yeah, yeah. Staying socially active,
2: yeah. meaning you know, don't don't be don't be a recluse.
7: Don't be a hermit.
1: Get, get out, out. There, get out there and visit with oh, we'll people.
2: Uh, oh, which means oh. you're taking care of yourself and having to get. You know Cleaned up and dressed right. And go somewhere Or in sure. your case Be friends with dogs Right uh, So going, uh, hang with the dog. so right. This this next yeah. one This next one
1: hurts Hurts Look after your hearing Ooh Oh Yeah If oh, you I've can't seen hear it I've obsolete. seen that yeah, I've seen I've that it. It I've watched uh, lo- yeah. People I love Go downhill Once their hearing went bad Do yeah. what now? You see there mm-hmm. Next really one mm. Thank you Field of Greens Eating a balanced diet yeah. yeah. Eating the right foods that your body needs to perform at peak performance. The other, staying physically active. Do mm. not be sedentary. Mm. Be moving. Very unhealthy. Uh, Very. Uh, Dang it. Yeah, got to move around a little bit. Quit smoking.
2: Dang. <laughs> mm. I won't say it, Speedy, because that's well, I'm easy. waiting. Everybody's no, looking. No, that's easy. I'm not going to do that to you. That's old right there. That's yeah, old that's, stuff. That never was true. Uh, thank York. you, buddy. Yeah, and then but, uh, I don't enough, know what it is. Mr. The teenager. rest of them,
1: <laughs> and we'll come back, drinking responsibly, keeping a healthy level of cholesterol, uh-huh. maintaining healthy blood pressure, Ooh. and managing diabetes as much as you possibly can. Well, okay there? How many was on that list? I got a few on this list. Uh, eight out of 12 ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> ain't bad, buddy. I'm good. Is that how many they're against you? <laughs> no, eight good. Eight no, good. We'll uh, be right back. Rick and Bubba,
3: Rick and Bubba.
1: Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show.
2: Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We're going to kick off the weekend. A lot going on, and you don't want to miss it.
1: All tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba show.